Welcome to the One Right Church podcast, where we will discuss what it's like to believe that you attend the only right church. My name is Mark Shaw, and I spent the first 45 years of my life in the Followers of Christ Church in Oregon City, believing I was in the One Right Church. Our hope is that by simply sharing our story, that we would urge people to look to the Bible for answers instead of their religious traditions. We want to encourage people to trust in Jesus for their salvation and not in attending the One Right Church. Let's get started. Hey, Scott. Hi, Mark. We got Easter coming up and thought we would talk a little bit about what Easter was like uh, for me when I was at Followers and compared to maybe what it's like since leaving followers. Well, I would I would appreciate that. I um, have had a little variety, but not very much yeah. in my Easter celebration. So it would be interesting for me to hear uh, what things were like for you. So yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. What, so what you used to do? Well, for I'm going to start with what we didn't do. Um, we uh, I'm I'm familiar with Good Friday now. Uh, okay. The day that we remember. Um, the crucifixion, the day that we remember Jesus on the cross. And when I was younger and most of my life at Followers, I, I never celebrated Good Friday. I was okay. told, I remember asking, because it it's on every calendar that you buy, and I remember asking what that was, and I was told that that was a Catholic holiday. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't do anything for Good Friday, and then... Uh, Saturday, uh, before Easter, we would have a big Easter egg hunt. Um, we would have, there was a little train that kids rode on. There was nice. a homemade Ferris wheel that, uh, uh, not real big, but fun for the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, big, uh, huge Easter egg hunt, uh, big prizes, um, Gold eggs, you know, all the whole thing. Um, a lot of times, people would um, bring their their hot rods, like their car show quality cars wow, that they didn't, okay. not their everyday drivers, but the mm-hmm. uh, and park them out there and and uh, yeah, it was just it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of um, so it was a festival of sorts and yeah 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 and so we were. Um, we were taught as kids to pray for good weather uh, for the Easter egg hunt, like at, in church services ahead of time. I, I will tell people a lot of times that that is really the only thing I really remember ever being taught from the pulpit at church because that's the age that I was when the last elder died. Is I really remember them teaching me to okay. pray for good weather for the Easter egg hunt. Mm-hmm. To pray, did they teach you to pray for other things too, or just that was the one thing you remember? Because you were sort of an Easter egg chocolate sort of a guy. Probably. Yeah, it was, uh, I was. I, I did. I did really like the Easter egg hunt, um, but yeah, that's the only thing I remember uh, okay. being told to pray for uh, specifically. It was like up to the kids to you know you. That's what you need to be doing. And, I, and probably I, I don't know. For, probably deliberately. Probably. Um, mm to get them thinking about prayer and maybe asking questions at home about it. I, you know, I don't know, but, um, so. Did but, you get good weather? 
Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times we did get good mm-hmm. weather. And for me, the problem became that I felt pretty good about myself because we would pray for good weather and we would get good weather. And you, you were the source of the good weather. I was the source of the good weather. Wow. And, and, I, and I would hear other people talking about it and how great it is that we get good weather for our Easter egg hunts. And so it, it was... Um, it was something that, that I remember a, a year or two where we didn't get good weather, and mm-hmm. I remember that was enough to make me fearful. Like, what? What did I do this year? What What have we done wrong? Maybe even. Or mm-hmm. uh, and so um, that was a an interesting thing. Just as a kid, you know, growing up, yeah. and um, the same thing would kind of happen at. I remember as a kid at funerals, um, we would. We would get some breaks in the weather or whatever, and um, it would might even be raining. We'd have a funeral service, and we wouldn't have to have umbrellas out. And people would then talk about how we were blessed by this break of good weather, which is great. But mm-hmm. but then I remember going to someone's funeral where it just downpoured, and I remember as a kid thinking that that was probably some kind of sign or of judgment toward the person who had oh. died or something. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it was it was just another thing that I got really mixed up on. That, that is interesting because, it, it, you know, really adults have those same questions, right? Mm-hmm. Why are some of my prayers answered and some not? Yeah. But uh, it uh, when chocolate's involved and Easter eggs are involved, it's a little different story <laughs> right. when you're a kid. I mean, really. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's interesting. And then at these, um, our Easter egg hunts were, you know, like, like everything we did, there was no outreach Really, there, we weren't um, we weren't putting this on to draw people to hear the gospel or hear about mm-hmm. Jesus. So there, there was a, it was a lot of fun, but there was there was no outreach and there was no no discussion about Jesus, okay. no um, hearing the gospel really. Um, and then on Sunday, uh, Easter Sunday, we would usually everybody would dress nicer than they did. Uh, the rest of the year, um, there would be pictures with your friends and uh, things like that. Uh, we'd have usually a big family dinner. That would be one of the occasions where you'd get together with extended family. Okay. Um, and I remember the Ten Commandments was always on TV that day, <laughs> and I could never figure it out because I didn't... Uh, I, yeah, I, I remember thinking as a kid, I knew enough, like, I don't think, I didn't think the people who wanted to see the story of the Ten Commandments would be, why are they putting that on a Christian holiday? I, I just remember having that question, and I, I never could figure it out when I was younger. Okay. But, but anyway. It is interesting how selectively yeah. you remember things that, yeah. you know, yeah. may or may not be the entirety of the whole situation, yeah. Right, right. And then um, and then we would have the, the Easter party that night where we would... Uh, go back out to the church, and there would be music and dancing and, and fellowship. I, I mean, we we never used the term fellowship, but we were just hanging out together, you know, mm-hmm. spending time together as a congregation. Um, and so that's again, there was no no me- no gospel message. No, um, I, I mean, for me, I, most of my life until the past few years that I was out there. 
um, I, we weren't talking about Jesus. We weren't, we weren't celebrating or remembering. We weren't remembering the cross on Good Friday, and we weren't remembering the resurrection mm-hmm. on Easter Sunday. At, at least I wasn't. Right. And there was no expectation that there would be anybody overhearing anything or a message that would somehow make them want to turn to Jesus or anything like that. So, yeah, okay. Right, right. Interesting. Yeah. It did so, sound like a lot of fun, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it was. And and then the, honestly, the past few years um, when I was still there but had become a believer, it it became a little more difficult for me to have the fun, especially oh, when I started to to understand really, um, you know, now you go to a Good Friday service and, and at least in the few that I've gone to, we've experienced that you're reminded of where our Savior is on Saturday, where, and it's just more of a little bit of a somber mood and mm-hmm. uh, with that hope looking forward to Resurrection Sunday, but... Um, and I would I would hear you know in some sermons or something like that about our Savior being laid in the tomb and uh, it it just became really difficult to go out and go to a carnival type setting and still not be talking really mm. to anybody about Jesus and um, it, it just felt a little too festive at at the time once I once I had heard the truth about mm-hmm. about that weekend and what we're remembering. So it was, uh, and to be fair, I, I was kind of um, outed by then as someone who had been listening to some sermons. So it, I wasn't as, I didn't feel as welcome at the oh, Easter egg. So anyway, there were, there so were there, other things going on too. Yeah. Besides, yeah, there was, yeah, yeah. So it was, um, yeah, it, it just became more, uh, Difficult, I guess, in those times. But um, Sunday now, I mean, you wouldn't, I wouldn't trade the knowledge of what happened on the cross, where our Savior was on Saturday, and resurrection Mm -hmm. on Sunday morning. I wouldn't trade the understanding of that for the fun that I had. Mm-hmm. Uh, before and I, you know, it's like I said with Easter coming up. I just think it would be good to talk about um, the importance. Uh, I, I didn't know, like, like I said in my testimony episode, I I didn't know the, um, I didn't know what was accomplished on the cross. I knew Jesus mm-hmm. died on the cross, okay. I, but I did not understand. You didn't know why. No, I didn't know why, and I did not understand how that affected me or the rest of the world. Um, okay. So, uh, how does it affect you and the rest of the world? Yeah, well, well, it, my sins were paid for. Okay. On that day, um, that's that's the biggest thing. Jesus went to the cross willingly and gave his life to reconcile sinners to God, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and that was not an easy thing for him to do. That That's another misconception, I think, that I had, was that in my mind, I thought, well, Jesus was supernatural, so he could have just 
made it not hurt that bad. He could have just lessened the pain for himself. Um, he, and I, I mean, I don't know where I got that. Well, he but, probably could have. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I right. mean, probably could have, but he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just like they were shouting at him, right? You come down from the cross. Yeah. He, he could have, but right. he didn't. Right. Yeah. Right. His because of his willing obedience mm-hmm. and his love for us, and because he knew what had to be accomplished. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's um, it's something that I, I hope I hope everybody will. Mm. We'll celebrate Good Friday, uh, and celebrate might even be the wrong word. I hope everyone will acknowledge and um, remember the cross mm-hmm. on Good Friday. Um, yeah, what, can I share just a couple of verses about yeah. what you're talking about there? From Colossians chapter 2, uh, verses 13 through 15 says, And you were dead in trespasses in the uncircumcision of your flesh. So you you were dead in your trespasses. You had a, you had a problem, and... Um, God made you alive together with Christ, having forgiven us all our trespasses by canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands. In other words, not being able to, um, not being able to accomplish or adequately um, obey the law. There were legal demands against us and a record of debt, and God canceled that. And then it says, this is the part I really love, uh, this he set aside, nailing it to the cross. Yeah. So it just was like it was nailed to the cross and it's finished. And then it says, more than that, it's not just about you either or about me. It says, he disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in Christ. Yeah. And so, you know, he uh, dis, you know, disarmed or defanged the serpent and or Satan, however you want to talk about it, and uh, put him to open shame by the fact that he died for the sake of those who would have died on their own. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's for me one of the my favorite verses about the cross, the significance of the cross, because I was dead in trespasses and sins. My record of debt was nailed to the cross. Yeah. Yeah. One other uh, thing that. When Jesus, for me, I had this idea um, that I struggled with even after um, becoming a believer that there still must be something that I have to do to be found worthy of this or to pay it back or to earn it, and and that it's just too easy. We've talked about on that that we've talked about mm. that on here before that it, it just sounds too good to be true, kind of. And when when Jesus says it is finished, when he is on the cross and it is finished, it, I think that might even be the last thing he says. Um, but it, it's just so important to understand that he's talking about what, what you just said, that disarming, that was done. He completed that mm-hmm. on the cross. That was done there. and He completed the forgiveness of your sins. Yeah. He, he completed everything needed to be done. Right? Yeah. And there's nothing that we could do or need to do uh, to add to that. So it's that's something that's worth remembering right. on on Good Friday and and every day really. And then the um, the resurrection too. Um, that was something. 
I, I believed. I, I think I believed that Jesus rose from the dead and is he going to come back again someday? But I, I never understood um, the fact that that was kind of uh, proof that God accepted that, um, that, that Jesus' work on the cross was enough and that it was the power of the Spirit that raised him from the dead um, to, to show that, that that is finished. And it, it really is so central to um, the Christian faith. And I, I, like I said, I, I went to a place called the Followers of Christ Church and didn't know, didn't know the significance of two of the most uh, central things in the Christian faith. I mean, the cross and the resurrection— yeah. Um, so it's uh, it's great to to come and listen to the word preached about that, and to hear um, to share that with with other people who believe that and celebrate that on Resurrection Sunday is mm. uh, yeah, it's something that I I wouldn't trade for anything now. Mm. Oh, good. You don't have to. No, you don't. <laughs> the you know again, just some of the some of the verses that indicate or talk about what you're suggesting uh, talks about how your faith talking about Abraham, his faith was counted to him as righteousness. But the words it was counted to him were not written for his sake alone, but for ours. It will be counted to us. In other words, something that isn't ours is going to um, count for us. It's going to you know, like money credited to our account. Um, it will be counted for us. Who believe in him who raised from the dead Jesus our Lord? So when we believe that Christ or that God raised Jesus from the dead and he was delivered for our trespasses, it says, and raised for our justification. So it was our sin that um, he was delivered for. In other words, he died on the cross for our sins, for our trespasses. And then he was raised again for our justification. And the raised for our justification is the part that you're talking about where it's essentially God's stamp of approval on all that Christ has done to indicate that he accepts the work of Christ on our behalf. It's counted for us so that we might then be justified or made right. And so just, justification simply means made right with God. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's that's why it's such a central weekend, yeah. right? That yeah. you got to... Re- um, you know, you need both the cross and the resurrection uh, for it to really be the good news that you want. Yeah, yeah, it's good. And and again, um, were, were there any other verses that you wanted to share? What what was the First Corinthians one that we talked about? Um, talking about the the importance of it, it was um, of what of where, the cross of, or the resurrection of the resurrection is the one I'm thinking of now. Where where Paul says, uh, "Oh no, I'm sorry." Um, it, it's yeah, it's Paul. He, yeah. If if Christ was not raised from the dead, so this is how central the resurrection is to the Christian mm-hmm. faith. That if if he was not raised from the dead, then we, above all people, are are most to be pitied. I think yeah. I'm paraphrasing. For, but well, no, you're pretty close. First Corinthians okay. fifteen nineteen says, "If in Christ uh, we have hope uh, in this life only." 
-hmm. we are of all people most to be pitied. Uh, in other words, if Christ isn't, in, in the two verses before that, he says, if Christ is not raised, your faith is futile, and you are still in your sins. Right. That's why. Because if, yeah, if Jesus wasn't raised from the dead, then it's, it's futile to have any kind of relationship or any kind of religion. Yeah. 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 So that's why it's good news that he rose. Yeah, and the other one that I was thinking of was more about the crucifixion, and it and and it's in uh, is it in chapter two for yeah. First Corinthians chapter two, verse two. Yeah, do you want me to do read you that? have that? Yeah, um, it says, "For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ in Him crucified." Yeah, that's um, yeah, and what it makes me think of is. When when we think it it can't be this simple, there must be more to it. There's more that I've got to learn. There's more that I've got to know. There's something that I've got to figure out. Paul is saying we we know, we claim to know nothing among you except for Christ and Him crucified. And I, I mean, if it, it's so central that that's if if all you know is what happened on the cross and what happened with the resurrection. You're good. That, That's I mean, enough. You're and, right. And you know who Jesus is. That, that is what it is. Yeah, and it's so interesting. I, I was actually reading through the, the start of the Christian movement in the book of Acts. Mm. And, you know, Judas had betrayed Christ and then committed suicide. And, mm. there, you know, there was a, uh, they were wondering what to do about that. There were yeah. 12 of us. Now <laughs> there's only 11. What are we going to do? And basically they said, we do need somebody else. Mm -hmm. And they said, he's got to be here from the first day until the last because we, need, we want somebody who will um, witness to the resurrection. It wasn't that we, we really need 12 or we really need an even number or we really need anything except we need another person to witness to the resurrection of Jesus. And it's the resurrection upon which the entire Christian church and Christian history is built. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it couldn't be more central. Yeah. Yeah. From the first day until now, couldn't be more central. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um I mean again, just for me, just talking about this it just makes me so grateful mm -hmm. and so thankful that um that by God's grace I was allowed to believe these things. I, I was given the faith to believe these things. Mm -hmm. And um I just want that for Everyone, I want, I want right. that for everyone. I, yeah. I want, uh, I want, I want to say the same thing that Paul did. I, I want to know nothing. I want to claim to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. It's, it's not um, figuring out some other place or some mm. other way. It's, it's that. Just, just know that. Yeah. And so it's. Um, it's just a world of difference for me. I, I was hmm. I was in a place where um, I believed I was in the one right church, and so that's where I, um, that's what I celebrated. That's mm. what I celebrated over Easter. Uh, that's what I celebrated over Christmas. That's that, what that I you you celebrated that you were good to go basically. Yeah, that I was in the one right place and mm. was thankful for it, and um, and then that, and then that's also where I placed my hope, and so. With this podcast, that I just, I just want to point people to 
the death and resurrection of Jesus yeah. as a place to celebrate and place their hope. Right. I mean, nobody's against anybody here. It's no. just the the best thing in the history of the world yeah. is the resurrection of Jesus, and uh, you want everybody to get that, right? Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, the again, we would sing about this mm. all the time. Um, I'm looking at the the hymn book here, and the old rugged cross is a song that we would sing all the time, and it was um, it was played in a really slow, like a like a Good Friday like kind of feeling be. that you would have about it. Sure. Yeah, and um, and it just it says this. Uh, on a hill far away stood an old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering and shame. And I love that old cross where the dearest and best for a world of lost sinners was slain. So it's, it's a, a world of lost sinners. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, um, well, the whole world is lost sinners. Yes, so the whole there world is lost sinners. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the third verse says, In the old rugged cross, stained with blood so divine, a wondrous beauty I see. For t'was on that old cross Jesus suffered and died to pardon and sanctify me. And uh, <laughs> that's, that's good news. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I want everyone who's singing this to, to believe that. And put their trust in mm-hmm. in Jesus for what He did on the cross. To have and that pardon, for who He is. Yeah, to have that pardon. It's so great. Yeah. And then the last verse here is, is just um, it says, "To the old rugged cross, I will ever be true. Its shame and reproach gladly bear. Then He'll call me someday to my home far away, where His glory forever I'll share." So it, it's such a great trade that we can have through faith in Jesus to let him take our sin and then we can take his glory. And um, I, I just want that. I, I want that to be what people are thinking about this mm. Easter. Good. And you're really, I th- is there a course on that song? There For is I cherish the old rugged cross. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. And that's what you're hoping people will do, really. Yeah, yeah. So I'll sure. cherish the old rugged cross till my trophies at last I lay down. I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it someday for a crown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, can't think of a place better to leave it than that. Okay. So, all right. Thank you. Well, hopefully this has been helpful. If you have questions or comments or a topic that you would like us to cover, you can reach us at comments at onerightchurch.com. And for more information, you can visit our website, www.onerightchurch.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.